listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's talk Case Keenum, other quarterbacks, as we take you around the league with Steve Berline of CBS Sports. Steve, thanks for taking the time to join us again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Let's start in Minnesota. Financially, what a win for Kirk Cousins, but from the football perspective, how much of an upgrade is Cousins over what Case Keenum achieved in that breakout season last year in Minnesota? Well, it better be an upgrade, um, you know, and, and I think the the difference is that uh, Case Keenum was obviously a shock, a surprise to a lot of people and, and how well he did. But what it did was it showed how, how good that football team is all the way around, uh, even despite the fact that they were minus their top running back in Dalvin Cook. Uh, also, they played a lot of the year without a healthy Stephon Diggs. Uh, those guys are all going to be healthy and ready to roll this year uh, with a team that has expectations not only to get to the Super Bowl but to win the Super Bowl because now they've got their their real franchise quarterback, supposedly. Now, I've been saying all along, I don't know if you guys know this or, or not, but I've been saying all along throughout this whole process going back to last couple years, you know, there's a reason, I believe, why the Redskins didn't, signed Kirk Cousins to a long-term contract, and I don't believe they felt he was a guy that could take him to the promised land, uh, even though he puts up the great numbers, and I think Kirk, Kirk is a, a, a good, solid quarterback, but you know, $84 million guaranteed dollars is, is, uh, is, a, is a lot of money, but it's what the market commanded. He timed it just right. It worked out very well for him. The last two contracts as a franchise player worked out pretty well for him as well, if you really think about all of that. But the bottom line is that the expectation is going to be nothing less than a Super Bowl, at least one, over the next three years with that guaranteed money. Uh, I think it was a smart move by the Vikings because it's not a real long-term deal. It's an awful lot of money. But if they if he doesn't get them where they need to be, and this is their window, this is the window that team has to win one or two Super Bowls with the talent and the the the, the uh, makeup of that team, the youthfulness of that team. They're in their prime. They're ready to go. If Kirk Cousins doesn't get it done, then after three years they'll wash their hands of him and they'll try to find somebody else and move on. But uh, my question and what I'm really interested in seeing is whether or not Kirk Cousins can step up in the big games and make plays to win the ball games, which to me, he hasn't shown he can do yet. Yeah, and, and that's the reason why uh, when looking at this deal, and Steve, you know, play after playing the game for so long, there's already a tremendous amount of pressure on you already. And to have 84 of the million dollars that you've been given, awarded for three years, being that your name is on it, it means you have no choice because the last guy in Case Keenum took you to an NFC Championship game, like you said, that no one thought could do it. But yet here comes Kirk Cousins, who's not even a middle-of-the-road quarterback. It's a fully guaranteed contract bigger than what we see with Drew Brees, probably maybe bigger than what we see of Aaron Rodgers when he gets his new deal, Tom Brady, when it comes to guaranteed money. Here it is. He gets guaranteed money, and he hadn't won a playoff game yet. Exactly right. And you tell me, Cordell, uh, did you have any playoff wins when you played? I had a couple. I won the two AFC championship game. You want to know more? I got a little more for you. That's Hold what, on. That's, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I yeah. won one of my two playoff games that I played. You and I both have won more playoff games than him. That's my whole point. This guy hasn't done it yet. And I, I've always, you know, I've been getting a lot of grief from Adam Sean on our CBS Monday NFL quarterback show that I do with Rich Gannon and Trent Green 
I'm the only one that really would call it out and say, you know what? Yeah, he, he, he puts up some big numbers, but I haven't seen him win a playoff game. He's only been to one, I think, and he lost. He hasn't been able to get that team. And people make all the excuses. Well, he had some injuries, and they didn't have a good enough team around him. And, you know, tell, keep telling me all these wonderful things why he couldn't get it done. Well, guess what? Now he's got a team and he's got an opportunity that any one of us, current or former quarterbacks, would kill to have the opportunity that he has right now. And I'll tell you what, I'll do it for one quarter of the money. And I love that opportunity to go out there and play with that football team. Yeah. And they are built, you said it right, Cordell, if they don't win the Super Bowl, I'm not talking about getting to the NFC Championship or getting to the Super Bowl. If they don't win it, it's, not, it's going to be a failure for him. Taking you around the league with Steve Burline of CBS Sports. Steve, as you think about what's going on in Cleveland, they have a bevy of picks once more, and they have Tyrod Taylor to be the bridge quarterback still. Do you expect them to take a quarterback either at number one or the number four overall pick? I would definitely think they would do that. You know, I don't think that they uh, believe that Deshaun Kaiser or anybody else uh, on, on that they have there right now is is someone that is going to fill that void for the long term. And I don't think they're looking at Tyrod as the guy for the long term either, but I think it was a very good move on their part. This is a guy that that uh, has consistently shown that he can play the position uh, and protect the football and give your team a chance to win. Uh, this is a team, I think, that, that with consistent play out of the quarterback – can win some ball games, and they've they've not had any. I mean, you look at the quarterbacks they've had in the last two or three years, uh, and you can go back fifteen, obviously, but just go back two or three years on this current run. Uh, they they haven't had any quarterback with any experience. This is a guy other than Brian Hoyer, and Brian Hoyer really wasn't a guy that anybody looked at as a starting quarterback. Tyrod Taylor is a guy that is a starting quarterback in this league. I think he's limited as far as how far he can take you but he will give you a chance to compete and win on a consistent basis. Pick one of these guys with the first pick. I'd actually rather do it with the fourth pick. Uh, pick pick the most impactful player in the draft other than a quarterback with that number one pick, and then you're going to get one of the quarterbacks at the fourth pick. Develop that guy behind Tyrod Taylor, and hopefully Tyrod can keep that young guy on the bench for a year or two by playing consistently and giving their team a chance to win where that guy's not going to be thrown to the wolves. When you see a Cardinals team have two quarterbacks that have one-year deals, Mike Glennon as well as Sam Bradford, of course Sam Bradford having the ACL issue in his knees, which they consider as a bone bruise and why he didn't play last year. And Mike Glennon, I think someone comes in as a security blanket, so to speak. You have to assume that the Cardinals are going to do the best they can to move up from where they are to the fourth, to the fourth spot maybe, uh, to maybe grab one of those quarterbacks because – I don't know if sitting at 15, they'll be able to wait to see what they can get because I think everything may be gone by then because so many quarterbacks are needed in the top 10 spots. Yeah, you're right. And, and here's the thing, though, and I'd like to get your take on this, Cordell. I, I don't, I'm not sold on any of these quarterbacks this year. I'm, I'm not a believer that any one of them is a sure thing, like an Andrew Luck who came out a few years ago or like uh, I felt more strongly about Jameis Winston and and uh, Marcus Mariota, when they came out, I, I felt those were guys that could come in and play and be good quarterbacks and mm-hmm. potentially be franchise quarterbacks down the road. I think that Josh Allen, of, of the three top guys, is the one that, 
that really strikes me the most as a guy that uh, that might be that franchise guy. I think Rosen throws the heck out of the football, and, but I don't I don't like the way he carries himself. I'm not convinced that he's a leader, a guy that players will rally around. And Darnold, I think, is that guy as far as being a leader. But I'm I'm a little bit concerned about some of the physical skills throwing the football at the next level. So uh, then you go to Baker Mayfield. We could talk about all these different guys, but. Uh, the bottom line is that uh, the the Arizona Cardinals do need to get a young quarterback to develop. I like the move for Sam Bradford. I've always loved the way that he throws the football. When he had a chance to play uh, the year before this past one in Minnesota, he showed he could do it on a regular basis. The question is the health, obviously. Um, and if, if, if he can't hold up, I, I think Mike Glennon is a guy that can step in and and be a serviceable uh, quarterback on a good football team like the Arizona Cardinals are. He didn't have a lot of help in Chicago. Uh, he's truly not. I think he showed that he was not uh, a, a legitimate starting quarterback, but he's a guy that can go in there with a lot of support and play well, I believe, and give him a chance to win while a young guy develops behind him. So I would think they would try to move up and get one of those guys. It depends on how they believe the, the Cleveland Browns and everybody in front of them are going to uh, pick as far as these quarterbacks go. Steve, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Anytime, guys. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.